May the peace of our Lord be with you. Things are different this morning. I've long said that if I got the 7 a.m. phone call that Chuck was ill, and that was just the first phone call, and wasn't going to be here, and that I was going to just stand up and say, God loves you, amen, <laughs> and move on to the time of response. But I've also been a Saturday night sermon writer a few times, so being a Sunday morning sermon writer isn't all that different, right? Right. In March of 2020, I preached the Sunday after the Sunday that our little corner of the world shut down. Let me read you a brief thought from that sermon. We have much about which to worry. Our fears are real. And as one wise person I know has said, in this moment of uncertainty and loss, it seems honest, healthy, wise, and right to name and mourn that which we have lost. It would be simple and even understandable for us to live out of our fear in the midst of this pandemic. And yet we follow the light of the world who calls us to be God's redemptive people in the world. We are people who live an abundant life in relationship with God and we are called to live out of that love. Things are different this morning. And yet, in some ways, things are just the same. We have much about which to worry. We have lived through two years of pandemic life, and we have experienced loss and grief. Our fears are real. We still carry concerns about COVID, but also about war in Ukraine and about marginalized folks in our own country. And we carry all the everyday worries that we carry on our own and for one another. On that day in March of 2020, I lifted up these words from Princess Anna, sung in the midst of an incomprehensible loss. Two years ago, and yet they have still rung in my head even this week. She sings, I won't look too far ahead. It's too much for me to take. But break it down to this next breath. This next step, this next choice is one that I can make. So I'll walk through this night, stumbling by, blindly toward the light and do the next right thing. And with it done, what comes then? When it's clear that everything will never be the same again, then I'll make the choice to hear that voice and do the next right thing. Even in the midst of our fear, we can choose the next right thing. We can choose that which will be redemptive, that which is centered in God's love. 
Today, joining us on our live stream are Valentina and Angelina, the pastor and pastor's wife of the Ukrainian Baptist Church in Sacramento, California. They are joining us because the next right thing for Chuck, after hearing about the war in Ukraine, was to find Ukrainians and to see how we could help. He even used Google. <laughs> Valentina and Angelina have families living in bomb shelters in Ukraine. And so we lift up and extend our prayers to Valentina and Angelina and to their families and to many in their congregation who are in similar situations in these moments. And when it is right, we will do the next right thing and help them in whatever ways we can that are centered in God's love. In today's lectionary listings, there was the option of reading verses 37 through 43 was in the parentheses. After reading the passage we have already heard, verses 37 through 43 tell the story of Jesus coming down from the mountain and encountering a crowd. A man comes forth and begs Jesus to heal his son, his only child, seized by a demon. Jesus rebukes the demon, heals the boy, and gives him back to his father. Jesus comes down from the mountaintop and does the next right thing. There are times when the next right thing is crystal clear, and there are times when it is not. Difficult days may be long, make me long for the clarity of the faith of my youth but they also show me how much I need the deep mystery of the faith which has been created from its deconstruction. We will soon walk the purple path of Lent, which begins this Wednesday with dust on our foreheads and a reminder of our death. And today is Transfiguration Sunday, a day for celebration. Sometimes our face shines on the mountaintop with Jesus, and sometimes we must confront our demons and seek healing. We all have moments where the next right thing may not be clear, and yet we know that love, not fear, should guide us. We have real fears and real worries, and somehow, our hope is ever before us. We are cross-formed people, and we are resurrection people. We can hold the tension of all of that in our bodies, and we do not hold it alone, because we are God's beloved. And we are surrounded by a beloved family of faith, who carries our burdens with us. Our pyramids have shifted from green to white 
to mark that today is a day of celebration on the liturgical calendar. It seems strange to speak of celebration in the midst of difficulty. But just as we have in all the difficult days before, we gather to worship. We grieve and we rejoice and we worship. We speak and we keep silence and we worship. We worry and we celebrate and we worship. We carry one another's burdens and we worship the one whose face shone on the mountain, the one who carries us all in strong hands that never let us go. Things are different this morning, different than they were two years ago, different than they were last Sunday, even different than they were when we woke up this morning. Yet we can still choose to do the next right thing, that which will be redemptive, that which is centered in God's love, because we are still God's beloved children. God loves you. Amen. <laughs>